Welcome to the Stepping Up Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Gingrich, a busy working mom who spent years searching for the perfect career and balance, only to find it's not about the job and that balance is not even real. I have found myself in love with personal development, which has led me to leaving my full-time job with nothing but a prayer and a ton of faith. Today, I'm bringing you inspiration through my own journey and interviews with amazing people who have followed their dreams and teaching you how to love yourself and become who you are meant to be. It is time to redefine life as a working mom. And I hope that you find the inspiration here to follow your dreams and take your own path through this podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. Hello and welcome to the Stepping Up Podcast. If you are new to this podcast, uh, welcome. I'm so excited to have you here. And if you are a returning listener, thank you so much for continuing to show up and continuing to listen and continuing to learn and grow for yourself. Uh, Today, we're going to be talking about how to de-stress, how to take your stress and how to work with it. Because I truly believe, and what I love to teach is that we can't really get rid of stress. Stress is a part of life, and stress is something that can be good for us. Whenever you exercise and move your body, you're stressing your body, and that's a good stress when, you know... But to be in that state of stress all the time is not where we want to be. And I recently sent out an email, and I'm trying to remember when this is actually when this actually went out. But recently, I sent out an email, and it was all about as actually earlier um, in the month of December, and it was about de-stressing during the holidays. And what I shared in that email is something that, as I was even, I remember typing it out thinking, this isn't where I intended on going with this email, but it went in a totally different direction than I had thought it was going to go. And that's just the beauty of allowing information to flow out of me. And I think that's what I love most about writing and sharing and journey. Like even when I start these podcasts, I I have an idea of what I'm going to say, but if something else comes to me, Guess what? I'm I'm going with my intuition and I'm shifting gears and I just I love being able to do that. I think there's so much magic in that. But what I talked about in that email is that there's going to be stress. Stress is going to happen in your life. You're go especially if you're looking at the holidays. You're going to be, you know, in the year 2020 in itself. You're going to be worried about your health and your the health and safety of your family. You're going to be worried about your kids and your kids going to school. And you're going to be worried about your house. And, you know, if it's Christmas time, you're worried about Christmas cards. And what traditions are we going to do? And how has life changed? And am I still going to have a job in a couple of weeks? Like you're, you're worried about all of these things are, are coming up. And to say that we can avoid stress it is a lie. We can't avoid it. But what I want to share and something that I've really learned has been extremely vital to me is finding the peace within the chaos, finding ways to live with the stress and not to say to constantly live in, in that fight or flight mode. Because when we're stressed out, our physical bodies react. We go into fight or flight mode and to consistently and always be in fight or flight mode is not good for you. That is where disease comes in. That's where sickness comes in. That's where injuries come in when you're constantly in that fight or flight. And that's why, you know, when people talk about exercise, you can over exercise your body uh, and that's over stressing your body. If you're over 
taxing your, your muscles or your bones, things are going to break down. Because that's what happens when you exercise. When you exercise, you're not actually building muscle. You're breaking down your muscles. And then it's in the resting phase is when your muscles build and grow. And so even with exercise, those rest days and those slower days where you're doing yoga or stretching or Pilates or whatever it is are so extremely important important to your overall health and actually getting stronger. And this goes with your mind as well, that if you're constantly stressed out, you're constantly worried or in a panic or having anxiety, like if you're constantly in that space, that is not a a great place to live. You need to rest, you need to reset, and you need to rebuild. And you need to do that for your mind and your body and your soul. Everything needs, it needs stress, but it also needs time to rest and rebuild. And I don't want you to say something's wrong with me because I'm always stressed. Like this is the world that we live in. This is our society. If you watch the news, if you're on social media a lot, people are constantly stressed out. And if you're constantly exposing yourself to these things, we as a society thinks it's think it's okay. And I say we as a society, but it just our society in general says you're supposed to be stressed out all the time. You're supposed to have, you know, work things that are piling up and a to-do list that's a mile long that you're never going to get done. And, and if you're a mom, add on to that, that you kind of, and I'm reading my friend Erin Miller's uh, book, Motherhood Stripped, which if you are a mom, a new mom and expecting mom, you need to read this book. It's all about her journey through um, motherhood, becoming a mom, anxiety, and then her way out and the method that she uses to teach women to get out of anxiety. It's, it's amazing. I know Erin, I actually, as I'm reading her story, I knew it, you know, I was there when she was going through all of these things and now I can see her on the other end. So if you haven't gotten it, go get it. It's by Erin Miller and it's called Motherhood Stripped. So Side note, uh, she is going to come on the podcast. Uh, I want to finish reading her book fully, and then I'm going to interview her and have her on to talk about it. Anyway, let's get back to stress. Stress is a part of our lives, but our society teaches us that it's okay to be stressed out all the time, and it's not, and we know it's not. So how do we get out of that stress? How do we start our process to get out? And that's what I want to talk to you about today is it's a slow walk out, right? If you're constantly stressed, it's not going to be like, hey, you're going to do these things and then tomorrow everything's going to be fine. No, it's a slow process. And there are pieces of it that that build on each other as you go. And whew, let me take a breath here I because I, I'm kind of reading my notes and talking to you, but I don't typically have notes in front of me. So I think that's throwing me off a little bit. All right. So let's regroup here. Stress, it happens. How in the world do we get out of it? And what I want to share with you today is we get out of it by learning how to be proactive, not reactive. And I will happily explain those to you, but I think most of us know being reactive is when something happens, we're reacting to that thing. Whereas if we're being proactive, we're kind of looking ahead and saying what could potentially come up, what might possibly come up, and really preparing yourself for whatever's going to come up next. And when it comes to de-stressing and really living in, you know, finding, like I say, finding peace within the chaos, really learning to live, living within it, is that you learn to be proactive. So you're not waiting for, you know, all of the 
things to come tumbling down on you. You know, you're juggling all the balls in the air. You're not waiting for them to come down. And then you're like, oh, how do I now pick these all up, right? You're being proactive and you're saying, okay, well, when one of these falls, what am I going to do? And you're thinking about it before even one of those balls falls from the air. And I think that's really important. And it's not something that, like I said, when I was writing this email that I sent out a few weeks ago, it wasn't something that I had really consciously thought of. And I went, yes, this is what it is. It's it's teaching people to be proactive in your, in your mental health and in your stress, to be proactive and to know what's coming on and to really make sure that you're taking care of yourself before those big stressors really hit you. And then once they do hit, you're better able to kind of take that hit, right? And that's what I really want to talk about. And here are some, I'm going to go through a list of some different ways that I personally work to de-stress. And these, again, are in no particular order. Uh, walking outside alone. That's actually typically one. I need to be more proactive in that, uh, personally, if I'm really being honest. That's something I keep saying I want to do, but I don't always do it. I tend to go for a walk outside by myself in a reactive space. So there's a, a note for me to make sure I'm walking outside more by myself. Uh, sitting on my front porch. This is something I do every single day. If you follow me on Instagram, you see in my Instagram stories, I will share whatever meditation I did that, that day. And a lot of times I'll share kind of a picture of my view from sitting on my front porch. It's 30 degrees outside right now. It's December and it's Pennsylvania. It's cold. But I still, I have found such a habit in creating that outside time that it it helps clear space for me. And I have, when it first started getting cold, I did try to move my morning routine inside and it just didn't work. So I still go outside and we'll do my meditation when it's cold, but I'll come inside and finish up everything else because I can't really read or <laughs> write in my planner because it's too darn cold. So, so there's that piece of it. But I sit outside on my front porch and I do that whether I'm stressed or not, or whether there's things going on, it's just a part of my daily habits. Uh, read a book. Uh, one of my check marks for my planner is to do personal development. So I read 10 minutes of a personal development book every single day. And that's me being proactive of constantly learning, not waiting until I need to learn something, but learning something maybe before I, I think I need it or just kind of re leaning into what feels good for me to kind of consume at this moment. Meditation. I... No, those of you who listen know that I am a meditation teacher. It's a part of my daily practice. I meditate no matter what is going on in my life, and it helps to ground me. It helps to inspire me. It helps me to get in touch with my emotions and my intuition and make decisions. Meditation is huge. That's me being proactive. I'm doing that no matter what is going on in my life. Um, something that's a little bit more reactive for me is calling a friend, that if I need to vent or just talk, calling a friend and just really... I love the term word vomiting information out because sometimes you just need to talk things out. And I think there's a lot of value in that. Uh, journaling. So for me, journaling comes and goes. It depends um, if something stressful is going on. Yes, I'm going to journal in a different way. I love some free form journaling to help me kind of solidify my thoughts or if something's going on. If I get a bit of inspiration, uh, like this morning I was meditating and I got a bit of inspiration. So I ended up journaling. Uh, to get all that inspiration out, the ideas that came to me, and I just started writing things down. So journaling pen to paper is really powerful. And I do that no matter what's going on um, in my life. It just depends on um, when I need to get things out and onto paper. Uh, listening to an inspiring and encouraging YouTube video or a podcast or whatever it is that you need to listen to. 
every day when I take a shower, I spend 10 minutes. I put my phone kind of up on the ledge and I pray it doesn't fall into the shower, but I put it up there and I listen to an inspiring message. 10, 15 minutes, Abraham Hicks, Wayne Dyer, Joe Dispenza, um, TED Talks. I just put them on and, and even if my mind wanders, I'm still grabbing that information. And a lot of times I'll put some videos on repeat where, yeah, I've listened to it once, but I might listen to it again because you never know you're going to listen to something a second, third, fourth, fifth time, and you're going to always get something different out of it. I might exercise. That is a part of my daily practice. I exercise every single day, uh, whether that's walking or stretching or yoga or an intense cardio workout or lifting weights. I am constantly moving my body. It is something I'm so glad that I created that habit when I was younger. And while it shifted and pivoted over the years, it's it's back now to being something that I do on a seven seven days a week you know, I'm I'm doing some sort of movement for my body. And uh, for a number of years, it was only three or four days a week, but it was always a priority in some way for me. So exercising, moving my body is so, so crucial. And again, that's a proactive approach for me. And it can be reactive if something goes on and I need to like go work it out. I will go do that too. Uh, eating healthy, water and veggies are really my go-tos. Uh, water first, veggies most. Uh, that's the the protocol that I follow, and it's been hugely helpful for me. But I do I notice a difference when my eating habits shift and change, and I start to maybe revert back to old habits that didn't serve me. Um, but when I'm eating better, I'm able to handle stress so much better. My hormones are so much more balanced. My patience is so much better. When my blood sugar is spiking up and down, I've got no patience. I'm frustrated. I can't think clearly. <clears throat> so me being proactive before I'm stressed out is making sure that I'm putting healthy food in my body. I'm better able to handle any of the stress that comes my way. And watching a good movie that makes me feel joy. Uh, insert cheesy Hallmark movie here, please. Uh, watch them all of the time. We'll watch them any time of the year, to be honest with you, or a comedy show or something that just makes me feel good and will kind of help me disconnect a little bit. And there's a lot of beauty in that. And I share all of this with you. These are, these are the, my go-to things. And these are things that I focus on. And I focus on them to be proactive to be prepared for when stress hits. And then I also have my go-tos in that list for when I am being reactive because stress is stress and it's going to happen and we need to have ways to handle it. But if I'm doing these things on a daily basis or on a regular basis, eating healthy, exercising, meditating, getting outside, um, watching TV, you know, maybe that's not a daily thing of watching a movie every single day, but maybe once a week I'm sitting down and really just allowing myself to enjoy some really good TV then that's, there's a lot of beauty in that. I'm being, I'm taking care of myself. That is my self-care. And in, in that self-care, I'm being proactive so that when stress does hit, I'm better able to handle it. And then I go to these tools as well. I'm like, oh, stress is hitting. What do I need to do? I need to journal more. I need to go for a walk. I need um, to meditate again. Whatever that means for me in that moment, I have my go-tos when I am being reactive of how can I get myself out of this situation? And that's, that's what it is, is we can't, avoid stress. Stress is a, a thing and it's okay that we have to deal with it, but it's learning how to be proactive and learning how to take care of yourself and making sure that you're taking care of yourself on a regular basis, whatever that looks like for you. So I listed off the things that I do, but your list might look completely different. And I'm sure there might be things that are overlapping, but you've got to do trial and error to find the things that work for you. I didn't know that. Um, Sorry, I just looked at something and I lost my train of 
thought. But when I, I look at things and I can say, this is what's, oh, I totally lost my train of thought there. Oh my goodness. Anyway, so you've got to find the things that work for you. And you've got to know that they work for you. And then when you know that they work for you, then you know you're going to stick with them and do them. And it's in the consistency that you're going to see the benefit and you're going to see the value. And that's that's the beauty in all of this is learning how to take care of yourself and be patient. Be patient. Know that you're not going to get the answers immediately and you're not going to meditate once and all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, I'm the most patient person in the world and nothing bothers me and life is amazing. No, that's, I'm sorry, that's not going to be the case. Uh, If you heard any part of my story, when I really leaned into meditation, I did 30 days of meditation and it was actually about six weeks into meditation that I started, I started to feel differently and I just committed myself to it. But it was really six weeks after starting where I had an incident where I was putting my kids to bed and they were kind of like aggravating me and it was a normal night, but I didn't, I didn't lose it. And that's when I was like, Ooh, I think this meditation thing is working because now it's seeping into my life in other places, not just in the five, 10 minutes that I'm sitting still in the morning, it's seeping into the rest of my life. And you have to be patient and you have to allow that to happen. So if you're looking for that space or maybe you need some help and you're like, Nikki, I want to create my own self-care practice, but I have no idea how or where to start or what to do. And I'm not telling you to go and do all of these things at one time. You've got to start small. You've got to start with little baby steps. But if you do need some help and you're looking for that next step and you're maybe looking for a little bit of guidance, reach out to me. Let me know. We can do a one, we can do a one-time call and maybe we just work through some things and I give you a little bit of homework and it's a one-time call. So reach out to me. Let me know if that's something you're interested in. We can have that discussion back and forth via email or, and then maybe if you want to have that one phone call and you want to do a little bit more coaching and then we end up, you know, getting together for a month and we chat once a week for a month to really help you solidify this practice or maybe find something else in your life that you're looking for. All you've got to do is reach out to me, email me, NikkiGingrick at gmail.com or send me a message on Instagram. I will be happy to have a back and forth chat with you and we can figure out your own self-care routine and I can help you discover through trial and error and through practice and teaching you how to listen to your intuition so that you know what's right for you. I will never tell you what to do, but I will tell you to listen to yourself because you are your best advocate and you know exactly what you need. You don't need me to tell you, but I'm more than happy to help guide you on that journey because having a coach, having a guide on that journey uh, will change everything. So if you are interested in that, please reach out and let me know. I'm always happy to help, always happy to serve. And the more and more women and men and people we have taking care of themselves and being able to be proactive in their stress and their life and creating a self-care practice that fills them up and makes them feel good, the better our whole world will be um, as a community, as a whole, uh, the better energy we're going to have moving through everything else. So thank you so much for joining me on this podcast today. Don't hesitate to reach out to me. I love hearing from you. And if you loved this episode and you love this podcast and you feel someone else might benefit from it, please screen share it, put it up on Instagram, let people know that you're listening. Let me know that you're listening. Make sure you tag me in it so that I know and we I can hear from you and I know what is resonating with you. And then I can create more content around what you need and what's going to fill your cup in your life because that's what I'm here to do. So thank you so much for listening. And as always, have an amazing day and I will talk to you next time. 
Thank you for joining me on the Stepping Up Podcast. If you loved this episode, please take a moment to rate and review the podcast on iTunes so that we can share this message with more and more people. Together, let's redefine what life as a working mom looks like and feels like. Until next time, have a great one.